Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. So, Justin Pedersen, yeah. welcome to the Share Chair nice. Podcast. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. I need to know, I mean, we're coming off fresh off of the Mike Smith talk. What year are you, Justin? I'm a senior. You're a senior. Yeah, yeah. okay, so there's plenty to talk about, about yep. being a senior. Yep. Uh, what did, did, how'd you like it? I liked it a lot. I thought it was like, he had a good message, and we don't really get a lot of people giving that type of message. Most of it was like about not doing drugs and stuff like that. So I think it was a good message about like his entire story with Kelvin. Yeah. And one of the things I really liked is when he was talking about uh, him being an athlete, like what his biggest regret was. And how he can, how he can use being an athlete to like display his message more, because more people look up to him. And like once you leave, people don't do it as much. So it's very likely that the people who listen to this uh, won't know. We got to give them some backstory. So what? So who is this guy? I mean, can you talk yeah, about that? Who is this guy? Him. Yeah, maybe who is this guy? And like when you say. Um, about Calvin. Can you just sort of recap in a minute or so what that was like? And then I definitely want to get back to that using the using athlete as an as an opportunity. So Yeah, he's, he said he was a uh, all state athlete in four sports in high school mm-hmm. in Nebraska in a pretty small town. So he was like pretty well known and he his dad got cancer and then he said that it really changed his like perspective on things and how just being an athlete wasn't the only thing. And he wanted to know like what his parents were like proud of him of, proud of him. So he decided to like help and reach out to other kids in the school. And Calvin was one of them. Mm-hmm. He was one of the. Um, um, he was quieter and not as intelligent. He would just come into the high school as a freshman that year um, mm-hmm. and sat by himself every morning. And so Mike Smith reached out to him, mm-hmm. and they started you know playing basketball in the morning and just talking and now Calvin lives with him like they're they're really close and this is 20 years later yeah you know one of the things that stood out to me about that was actually um that he needed to apologize Mm -hmm. first I don't know that stood out like he wouldn't accept Calvin would not accept Mike Smith's just open invitation to join and play, play basketball until there was, like, an apology, right? That was so interesting. I thought it was really interesting also how he was, like, super competitive about wanting to play basketball with him in the morning. So the first day, yes, he said no, Kelvin didn't. But then he kept asking him, and, like, it kind of bothered him that he wouldn't say yes to playing basketball with him in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, what interested you about that? Why would you connect or why would you attach to that? I guess because it, like, really shows that he actually wanted to go play and, like, hang out with him. Because, like, I don't know how to, like, word it. It just shows that he really wanted to be with him. And because if he would have said no, and like he didn't really care, and then he wasn't competitive trying to get him, he would have just left and not came back. Like it actually bothered him that he wanted to go play with this kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, Justin, you were hearing... Okay, so let's get to know you a little bit. I mean, you were hearing things from this speaker about using athlete as a, as a platform. Mm-hmm. So you're an athlete. What do you play? What have you? I mostly played soccer and basketball throughout high school. I did one year of track, but that was only my freshman year. Okay, so and I would would really like to talk about the basketball season, incredible basketball season, and uh, and uh, how you viewed it and saw it. 
saw uh, the game, you know, too, on, uh, was it Tuesday night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious about using it as a platform. How do you, how do you resonate or how do you connect to that, um, that feeling? Well, there's a lot also going on, like, professionally with professional athletes and them standing up for, like, stuff they believe in. And, like, even around the school, it's kind of similar to, like, professional athletes where you're, like, you're in a community and people know, like, the people on the team, especially a small community like Spring Lake. So, like, a lot, like, if you're on a varsity team, most of the underclassmen still, like, kind of have an idea of who you are and they look up to you. Mm-hmm. So, have, and they want to, like, act like you. So, having, so being, uh, like, a good person and stuff like that, I think, is good and... How do you make that a reality? Or, 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 what kinds or, of things or have you stand up for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, or are you realizing now, oh, I should do that. So I don't mean to be, yeah. but yeah, that's, I guess, my question. Yeah, I think they can, like, set good examples around school by, like, helping people and sitting with people. And also just, like, saying hi to people in the hallway. Like, it may not seem like a big deal just saying hi to people, but, like, I like just, like, when people say hi to me, even if they, like, don't ask me anything, it's just, like, nice to know that people are like recognizing you and stuff like that so I was wondering if this is how much of this is a reality though so I mean do people do you go out of your way I mean I don't I, but I don't mean to shame you <laughs> no, I'm, not, I know what you're I'm not trying to shame you <laughs> I but, what you're saying. but I think it's just rare I guess that's yeah. what I'm saying is that it's rare and what would it take I wonder for people to do it you know like I guess I don't go out of my way, like, that much to talk to people, like, I don't know that much, but, like, if there's people in my grade, and, like, I guess in other grades that I know, I'll, I'll say hi to them, but, like, I don't want to say hi to people that, like, not just because I don't know them, but, like, I don't know if they, like, don't want to just, like, not talk to me, so, like, I won't say hi to those people, mm-hmm. but there's, like, someone that, like, I kind of know, I'll normally say hi to them, so I guess I don't go, like, super my way to say hi to people, just because I don't know, like, if they want to talk to me or they just want to be, like, quiet, because, like, yeah. some people do. Oh, yeah. So there's days like, well, I just want to be quiet, too. Yeah. So I guess I don't go, like, super out of my way. But, like, if I see people, I'll say hi to them. Yeah, cool. Like if you were to look inside the brain of one of those kids who look up to you, what do you want them to see you? How do you want them to see you? Uh, as a good role, mo- role model, I think it's actually really important because there's people that I look up to, like my older brother, parents, and I guess, like, other athletes. And they set good examples, and I kind of want to be good role models for other kids and just, like, doing things the right way and having good values and morals. What you, let's get, what does that mean? Uh, I guess just treating people how you want to be treated. I think that's, like, one of the most important things. Because, like, I'll make a joke with someone, and, like, I don't care if they make the, a joke similar to that, that back to me just because I made it to them. And, like, just treating, yeah, treating people how you want to be treated yeah, yeah. I I mean I respect that. Is there a is there a um, a story about when you learned that? Do you remember from whom you learned that, or where you learned that, or a time that that went sour and, and didn't go real well, or I don't know. Well, I think it really hit me when I was a kid because I was kind of a bully when I was a kid, like elementary school, and then I guess kind of realized, like I still have friends, but like. I knew that people wouldn't like me if I kept this up. And I kind of changed in how I was. And I tried to be nicer to people because, I don't know, I started, like, losing friends, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I, like, still had a couple friends, but I just wasn't being nice to people. And I knew it would hurt me later in my life. 
and that, that like I'd only be around these people for so long, so I might as well be nice to them and become friends with people. Yeah. When was that happening? Like, well, like, I'll, probably at elementary school, I lost a lot of friends because I was kind of a bully. Yeah, what would like, that look like? What'd everyone you... says I'm a boy that was knows me in elementary school. Interesting. And like I know I was, but like, I and I kind of made a point of it to try and change and become a better person because I knew I was a boy. How and when? Like when did you realize? When did you start making moves to be better? And and what did you do? I mean that that's hard. Ch- changing who you are or changing like what you do that's I think is really hard. So. Kudos to you, but but how did you do it? I mean, teach us so that we can do it too. Well, there wasn't like one point where like I just like changed all of a sudden. Yeah. But like slowly, I would like not like I'd be like apologize for a lot of things I did. And I guess I just didn't realize a lot of things I was doing was that mean to people. Until I guess some people would do it to me. I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel that good. And I'd just like be nicer to people and I guess be more friendly. Yeah. Have you seen that role reversal of people treating you that way now that you've become the nicer person? Yeah, I have. A lot, people are a lot nicer to you, and they're more willing to help you. And it's just, like, a lot more fun to be around people when everyone's, like, nicer to each other. Yeah. That feels universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, when you give good, good comes back, yeah. that kind of thing. What does... What does the mass majority of people at Spring Lake, what do they not know about you? That's a tough question. <laughs> There's probably a lot of things they don't know about me. What are some of those things? That they don't know about me? Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> um, I think one thing a lot of people don't know about me is that I feel like I'm a pretty hard worker, which is something that's also very important to me, because like, that's something you can control. So, like, I'm not super good at sports, but, like... And that's, like, I can't control, like, being tall or something like that, but I can control how hard I work. So it kind of bothers me if people, like, question my work ethic. Because, mm-hmm. like, same thing in school. Like, even if I don't do good on tests and stuff, like, I still work hard and get, like, all this material done. So, like, it bothers me when people, like, not, like, make fun, but, like, question my work ethic. How or or assume you, something yeah. or whatever. Go, yeah. What does that look like? What does putting in all that work look like for you? Just, like... I guess, well, for school, it's, like, getting good grades and stuff like that. But, like, I think it also comes back to, like, I'm being a role model, role model and being a leader. So if you work hard, I think some people kind of feel guilty that they're not working as hard as other people. So then they'll kind of want to, like, step up and kind of match you, especially in sports people will get competitive. I think that's really good for, like, a team to have other people trying to, I guess, keep up with other people. Yeah, in terms of work ethic. For sure. Did that, was that mentality part of your basketball team's mentality? Yeah, our basketball team, we had a lot of people that were, like, super competitive. And I remember we had a pretty good depth on our bench. So, like, you knew that if you weren't good or you didn't work hard, you would get replaced really quick. So, and it challenged everyone to, like, be better than they were, like, the day before or something like that. Yeah, so, so I mean... How did you see your role on the basketball team? Well, going into this year, I knew, like, I wasn't going to play that much. Like, that was fine with me because I, like, enjoyed being on the team with the people on it because that's a lot of fun. And it's just, I don't know, because I like to, like, be active and stuff. So being on the team and, like, my role was, like, to, I guess, like, 
be a good leader and set good examples and make sure to work hard, and hopefully other people will follow. Did, were you successful in that? I'd say I was successful in being a good leader, but that's just what I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, but you know, I mean, if other people, um, I think, respect you and respect your your effort and all that. Um, so, so a giant, I mean, what a season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with a heartbreaking loss. Yeah. How, how is that? How is that to... Uh... It's hard, especially because it's like, I'm not playing a spring sport, so this is kind of like my last time ever playing a sport, which is sad. But it, it's hard because, like, we were, we were winning, and, like, we knew we were good enough to beat them. Not that, like, we should have beat them, but, like, we were good enough to beat them, and we just didn't. We just, I don't know, couldn't do it. But, it, like, looking back on it, it was still a good year because we were, like, the second team to make it to quarterfinals in school history. So I guess from that perspective, it was a pretty good year. I have a question. You said we were good enough to beat them, not that we should have beat them. What does that mean? That, like, we pl- we didn't play good enough to beat them, but, like, if you looked at us, I felt like we were we were good enough to beat them. Like, we had the players and the right type of, like, game plan going into the game. But, like, sometimes our execution was a little off, so, like, we shouldn't have beat them from that, like, perspective. Yeah, and I wonder about, it also speaks a lot to about uh, to, about you, that you're not arrogant enough to say, well, we should have beat them. I mean, because... Cl- yeah, we didn't beat them. Because you didn't. Right. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. mean, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, can you talk through that process of, like, I don't know. We, we, we had you scheduled in here when, before the yeah. game, so we were hoping to talk about a win and going <laughs> to the semifinals. I would, too. But... <laughs> But I'm really curious, and this has been on my mind, yeah. win or lose, buzzer goes, we miss the shot. Mm-hmm. What's the emotion? What's that like? Well, I would say I was a lot more upset during soccer season. I'm not sure really why. But for basketball, I, know, I kind of just wanted to like let Jack know that it was okay because he, he shot it and like it wasn't his fault we lost or anything mm-hmm. but like he, you could tell he was really down and I just wanted to let like the other people know the, like the juniors and the sophomores that like you guys are still going to be good next year and you'll be able to like come right back if you guys work hard enough and then for like the seniors I, I went over to Cam and just like congratulated him and told him he played really good yeah so your initial instinct was to go to people yeah where did you learn that? Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't know whether I really learned that. Maybe from, like, other professional athletes, and, the, and they'll be doing something like that, too, when they lose or something. And I think... I don't know really where I learned that, actually. So. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, do you think... Did that surprise you, that that was your reaction? Or did you anticipate it, or... Is that normal? Yeah. Uh, I kind of thought I would do something like that. Cause that's kind of what I did in soccer, too. Because I feel like I wasn't that upset for basketball. And, like, people were more upset than me. And I felt like if I could make them better, then it wouldn't be as hard for them. And I'd feel better about myself, too. Uh-huh. Justin, do you have plans for next year? Yeah, I'm going to go to Michigan State. And right now I'm thinking about studying kinesiology. Really? Yeah. Okay. But I'm not sure what I want to do that degree. Are you going to stick with any sports? No. 
at least not like maybe like intramurals, but yeah. like not like through Michigan State. Okay. You know, uh, one thing I took away from the Mike Smith talk though was not what you're going to be, but who you're going to be. And so where are you going to put your focus there? Who do you want to be? I, I kind of want to be, like, known as a leader, someone that's willing to, like, take a stand if something's going wrong and also being, like, a leader in the community. And also, I guess, ch- starting charities and stuff like that for, like, causes I feel are important and should be looked at and maybe changed. Such as? Um, well, like, hunger and, like, uh, homeless or homeless people and fixing stuff like that. Thank you. Uh, Justin, it's a real pleasure getting to meet you. I wish I had an opportunity to have you in class, but thanks for being on the Share Chair. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode. And don't forget to submit works of art and writing to our website to spread a little more empathy.